I am on fire today, if I say so myself. I am getting on my soapbox on today's episode. I literally just finished recording it. I feel like you're going to feel elevated just from listening. (laughs) I think it's time you see that you started being more selfish. In fact, I think it's time that we all started being more selfish, particularly as women, even more so as mothers. If the mere suggestion, though, has you prickling, bristling, and worried, then you're going to want to listen to today's show. I think that being more selfish will benefit you. But more than that, I think that being selfish in a specific way that I'll tell you about on the show actually helps those around you too. Win-win. And okay, I don't think it. I actually know it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. Today's episode is a goodie. Let's do it. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers and maybe selfish bitches. (laughs) We'll get to that in a minute. Um, It's selfish bitch here, Corey Javid from CoreyJavid.com. Am I triggering you yet? Um, Stick with it. We're going to talk about why this is a good idea in a minute. How the devil are you, my love? I hope you've had a beautiful summer. As I am recording this, I am very much looking forward to our week away in Devon, can't wait. That's what's on the cards over here. And actually, in my little mini featurette, uh, this is what Limitless Money looks like to me this week. It looks like um, our ability to go away. And of course, you know, in a normal year and normal circumstances, we'd probably be on like a three-week foreign holiday. But alas, we are going away within the country and we're going to Devon, which is a beautiful part of the world. Um, And the thing that um, represents limitless money to me and my, and you know, by that I mean my ability to spend freely and to feel like I have financial empowerment and financial freedom. Um, it looks like and manifested as this. So we decided we wanted to book at least like a week away somewhere in this country in the summer. So we had something <laughs> to, um, you know, a change of scene, something that like felt like adventure and felt like exploration, etc. And so I decided on my criteria for what I wanted to look for. And we decided on Devon. And I was like, I don't want to go to the coast just because we live on the coast. And I wanted to kind of a change of scene. So I wanted to be somewhere um, rural. I wanted to be in the middle of nowhere. I wanted to have no immediate kind of people around like, well, you know, 
not kind of in a built up area. And I was like, and I specifically want somewhere that is beautiful inside as an Airbnb and has a stunning view. I was very specific on, I wanted a stunning view. And I was like, I can see myself having my tea and journaling in the morning, looking at this stunning view and sitting out with my husband in the evening, enjoying a glass of wine, looking at the stunning view. And I want immediate and direct access to nature. I was like, those are my criteria. This is what I'm manifesting. I opened up my laptop, chucked in Devon into Airbnb, chucked in our dates that we'd like to go away, clicked on a couple and was like, boom, there it is. It was just so easy. Do you love it when you just have a vision for something and it just manifests so easily? And now the way that kind of ties into the idea of limitless money for me was that I always pay for all of our holidays, which I actually really love doing. It feels just very empowering. And yeah, it just feels like a good, I like spending money on holidays. So it feels good to be personally bankrolling that. And also I just booked it. I just looked at it, liked it, we ticked all the boxes and booked it. And I didn't even look at like the price. And like, obviously, I looked at the price, I had to see how much I was paying. But it wasn't that kind of in, you know, years gone by, I would have been looking under a very strict budget. And I would have been looking for like, oh, is there anything cheaper? And well, we can make do without that. And my list of boxes would have been fewer and further between and we would have stayed in something that felt like a compromise. And that's fine. That was that period of, of our lives, right? But now, now that I am the source of my own abundance, and now that I get to feel much more influential over the experience I'm creating of my life, um, this is what it looks like. So it just looks like that freedom to say, yes, this place ticks all the boxes. I don't care how much it costs. We're going. <laughs> and It's not like it's, you know, I don't like the word expensive because I think that's relative, but it's not, not like it's a, well, and again, it's relative. It's not like it's a huge amount of money, but it's probably something I would have balked at in the past. So that's what Limitless Money looks like to me. I cannot wait. I'm very much looking forward to just soaking up those views. It's near some ancient woodlands and I'm just, you know, I'm obsessed with woodlands and trees. I'll be doing some actual genuine tree hugging while I'm there. Cannot wait. We're going to do some wild swimming. Oh, it's going to be so good. So yeah, that's what Limitless Money looks like to me. And that's what's going on over here. Just doing some preparations, looking forward to that. Um, And before we get into my case, because you're probably like intrigued by today's title, maybe I hope that was my intention. And I do genuinely think we need to be more selfish bitches. And I have a very strong case, I believe for it, I'll let you make your mind up. Um, Before we dive in, it would be remiss of me not to let you know that we have just one single space (laughs) resisting the urge from singing a line from, I believe it's from, oh my goodness, I'm going off on a tangent here. I believe it's from a musical. <laughs> my daughter and I, anytime there's something that's just one, I don't know why, we're like, just one singular, and then whatever it is. So just what singular space remaining. Oh, if you're like, I have no idea what that tune is, just... <laughs> just roll with me here. Uh, One singular space remaining inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind intake coming up for the autumn. If you are not in for the autumn, then you will have to wait if it's something that you've been considering, wanting to do, weighing up. Maybe a mouse has been hovering over the green button on, on the sales page before, whatever that might be. Um, then if you delay, then you're going to have to wait until like 
spring, like well into spring next year before we're going to have any spaces, if any. It can never guarantee either. We have really high resign rates. So, um, yeah. So be in it to win it. <laughs> so if you're interested in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, being surrounded by your new group of business besties, being able to leverage the energy of the collective, being taught, coached, and transformed by moi um, so that you can be creating that business magic, those results, that lifestyle, all the things that you desire. It's basically just in a nutshell. It's my job to help you get what you want. So if you know what you want, I'll help you get it. Um, if that sounds good to you, then you need to be on the wait list. We're only having conversations and inviting, making invitations to people on the waiting list. It's an email waiting list. There's no obligation. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Get on it. Um, if there's any chance of any further spaces coming up for the autumn, it doesn't look like there would be, but if circumstances changed or something came up, um, then only the waitlist would know too. So that's the place to be, corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Don't be shy. Sign up and find out more. Um, and then let's get stuck in to my case for why we need to be more selfish bitches. So I was kind of playing with the title. It's like, should it be, let's be more selfish, comma, bitches? <laughs> Uh, by the way, I hope you don't have a young person listening to this. But actually, or or is it like, let's be more selfish bitches? Like, you know, <laughs> am I like referring to you in that kind of sisterly, let's call each other bitches way? Or am I saying that we need to be selfish bitches specifically? Does it really matter? Probably quibbling over syntax there. Um, let's get into it though. Let's get into why I think we should be. So you might have listened to, I did a recent episode and I talked about something that I kind of referred to as the pandemic hangover, in that I've seen the this really big thing, this really big trend, and not a good trend, um, keeping people, keeping women, specifically mothers, because that's who I work with, those are the people who I'm most interested in, um, observing patterns amongst, that is. Um, the biggest thing that I see keeping mothers back from making money at the moment is feeling disconnected from a compelling why, that thing that's driving them forward towards their version of success, whatever that looks like, towards that next level for them, financially, lifestyle-wise, business-wise, impact-wise, right? Without that compelling why, it's really, really hard to show up and do the things that need to be done, the stretch things, I mean, you know, to get out of your comfort zone, to level up energetically and make magic happen and manifest all of those things. It's really difficult if you don't have that compelling why, if you have lost touch with it. And so I wanted to go a step further because I think that Having spoken to lots of women recently, so I did some market research. I'd like to do this um, frequently. Well, it depends on your opinion of frequently, a couple of times a year. <laughs> I like to speak to um, women who follow me online. Maybe I spoke to you. Um, if so, thank you for that. I appreciate you. And I love to just kind of like pick your brains and think and get into kind of like where you're at and what you want. And I found so many women could not answer the question of what they want. And I think that is partly a pandemic fallout. And I think that there's lots of different reasons why this can happen, though, in addition to that. And I think it's a problem. And so I really want to talk about and propose to you today that we start being more selfish. Now, I know that word can actually be a bit triggering. And so stick with me. <laughs> 
through the kind of bristliness or the prickliness, whatever that brings up for you. Because we are so conditioned to not dare even desire to entertain the thought of being selfish, aren't we? But I'm purposely using that word because it's going to kind of force us to talk about this directly and talk about it in a certain view or from a certain viewpoint. Um, which I want us to be really clear about. And so I'm kind of using that word on purpose, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, a little bit kind of um, intentionally provocative, if you will. But I really do believe and stand behind the message that I have to bring to you today. So yeah, so here's the thing. If you have been feeling like you're not really sure what it is that that next level looks like for you. If you've been feeling a little bit cast adrift somehow, if you feel a little bit like you don't know where exactly you're going in business, you don't know what exactly is next for you. If I said to you, where do you want to be in the next six months? If you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure, or if you're sure, but you're not, you're kind of having doubts around it, or if it feels vague, your vision of the future. Like if I was going to ask you to throw together a vision board today, a very specific vision board that told me exactly, communicated to me what you desire, um, would you be able to do it? Do you know exactly what you're going to put on it? Would you be like, yes, I want this and this and this and this? Um, In which case, amazing. And maybe this will just give you even more fuel for that fire this episode today. But if you're feeling like, oh, I don't know what I'd put on there, or I'd put on this for my kids, and I'd put on this for my partner, and this for my mom, and this for my community, nothing wrong with any of those things. But would there be enough on there just for you? If not, then definitely you're going to love this episode too. It's really, really an important thing that we're going to be talking about here. Like, obviously, I'm being a bit glib, but a bit tongue in cheek, but it actually has really, really important and far reaching. Um, ramifications. And it can be really holding not just you back, but actually people around you. And so that's why I think we need to talk about this. But before we do, before we get really stuck in, I want to throw in a bit of a disclaimer here. (laughs) A bit of a caveat, if you will. Or let's rather, not a disclaimer or a caveat. How do I want to say this? I think it's more, let's just like agree on something up front, have it kind of put out of the way and then crack on. So I know that you are a heart-centered person. I just know this about you, right? I know that in all likelihood, you started your business because you have a desire to help people with whatever is the product, service, or offering that it is that you put out into the world. I know that given lots of money, if I handed to you lots of money, you would likely do all manner of really great things with it. And I mean, you know, philanthropic things, things for the community, things for loved ones around you. I know this about you, right? Well, let's already take that as granted and as a given. And I'm not saying that any of that is wrong or we shouldn't do any of that. No. So don't misunderstand me on any of that. But here's the thing. And I think this is the kind of the best place to start, which is busting a myth straight out the gates. We've been led to believe that it's either or. We can either do things for others or for ourselves. <laughs> Not true. And that's what I think is really harming us, is that we feel that it's somehow wrong to desire things for ourselves, to want things for ourselves. And it means that there will be then 
nothing for other people. This is just so flawed. We get to have both. We get to do both. We get to help others with our work and be compensated beautifully and generously for it. And it doesn't make us wrong or selfish. We get to treat others around us to things and treat ourselves. We do not have to choose. We've been so led up the garden path on this one. We've been so conditioned to believe that wanting things for ourselves, desiring things for ourselves is wrong. And so before we even start talking about why we should be more selfish bitches, um, what we need to recognize is that actually being a bit selfish does not then cancel out our ability to be, I don't even like the word selfless, but you know, generous, caring, giving, impactful, all of these things. It does not preclude us from that. And I think we really need to let go of that idea. So I'd love you just to kind of take a second and reflect on whether or not you think that you've been believing that it's wrong to be quote unquote selfish. And by that, our definition for selfish today is desiring things just for you, desiring things without a justification, without a reason, just because you want it, just because it looks like fun, like looks like a nice thing to have, whatever those things are. If you've been believing that that is wrong, that's what I really want to challenge today. And if you've been believing that if you dared to desire things just for you, that makes you selfish in a way that means you are therefore a bad person, bad mother, bad daughter, bad whatever else. I really want you to examine that belief because that is not true. Desiring things for yourself does not make you a bad person. Desiring things for yourself does not mean that you aren't still loving, generous, caring, impactful, and happy to serve others too. We've got to stop thinking that these two ideas can't coexist. Um, And that's something that I come up against again and again in my work with women is that We are so riddled and racked with guilt around desiring things for ourselves. We think that if we have some time for ourselves, we are being a bad mother. We think that if we buy something for ourselves, we think about what that money could have been spent on for maybe our kids. And we're always in this either or paradigm. And so let's today throw off this paradigm. It hasn't been serving us and it simply isn't grounded in any fact or truth we get to do both. We get to have time for ourselves and time for the people that we love and the things that are important to us. We get to have things that we desire just because they bring us joy, make us laugh, feel good, whatever the thing may be. And we get to lavish people around us with gifts or provide for them or whatever feels right and appropriate and desirable in terms of, you know, spending on people around you. We get to do both. And the sooner you buy into this belief of both, the sooner that that will start to become your reality. It's only felt like the truth because it's what we've been fed as lies and what we've been conditioned to believe and therefore what we've been accidentally opting into believing. And therefore that just plays out in our realities because we always Uh, not always, but we like, you know, majority, vast majority of the time, receive and experience in line with our expectations and our beliefs. And so as you go about your day to day, or as you go about your week, I really want you to just start noticing any time 
that old paradigm, that old belief that tells us that we have to choose between us and them in terms of where money, time, attention, focus, etc. goes. When you just start noticing, going, oh, there's another example, there's another example. And you'll start to see how it's been playing out and subconsciously influencing your experience of reality and in all likelihood your experience of money. Because here's the thing, the belief that we must choose, that we must choose between our desires and the desires and comfort and etc and well-being of others is one that is grounded in lack and scarcity. By its very nature, that belief says there's not enough. There's not enough to go around. There's not enough for me and for them. Therefore, I must choose them over me lest I be labeled as selfish. Because if I take some for myself, if I allow myself time, if I allow myself some indulgence or some treat, it means that I have taken away from them. That is very lack and scarcity minded. Can you see? And so when we choose to believe in this idea of and and both, and we allow ourselves our desires, our dreams, we allow ourselves time for ourselves, we allow ourselves to look after ourselves as well as we look after the people around us. We allow ourselves to love ourselves as much as we love the people around us. We allow ourselves to be, in this definition, selfish bitches. (laughs) And we allow some things for the self if we do that in the knowledge that this doesn't take away from others, then we are rooting ourselves in abundance. And guess what? We get more abundance reflected back to us. And you'll quickly see that actually there was enough. There was enough money. There was enough time. Even if it felt really, really feels like it's not true for you right now, if you start to switch your thinking, start to adopt and choose to believe in this new paradigm that is rooted in abundance, you will notice that your energy starts shifting and your experience starts shifting really quite quickly. So let's get into where this kind of comes from. I think when we understand it, it's easier to start noticing it and noticing it is always the first step to changing it. Um, I mean, it's quite obvious and we've talked about this lots on the show before, but as women, we are very culturally conditioned to not desire. It's kind of seen as unseemly to desire, to want things. There are so many examples in our culture and throughout history of women who have, you know, been the perfect wife, the perfect mother, the perfect daughter. It's always down to being sort of well-behaved and um, putting the needs of others before their own and being totally selfless. Like that's seen as a kind of like paragon of what it means to be a great woman is to be selfless, to be giving up everything for others. Um, That's really toxic because it means that we therefore infer from that a understanding that we that are not as worthy and we are not as deserving as things as those around us and we've talked about lots on the show before haven't we about how damaging that is that belief that we ca- that so many of us carry around that we are somehow not enough not worthy and um lacking in deserving and it it shows up and creeps up in all manner of ways in life and in business and slows us down and stops us from being, you know, and living out a truly brilliant existence, in my opinion, because it it hampers everything. It kind of curbs things. It restricts the energy flow. And so 
And that's one of the places that it's come from, quite a big place, right? I think that motherhood plays into it too. Um, We are expected to be primary caregivers. We don't yet live in an equal society in that respect. We take on so much of the burden of the unpaid, unseen work. We are expected to be the ones who take a hit to their career or finances. You know, I could go into this and this is one of the reasons I created Limitless Money is to repair some of the harm um, that sort of society has inflicted on us as mothers onto our psyches, whether we've realized it or not, um, so that we can repair our relationship with money um, and actually in doing so repair our relationship with ourselves. And in terms of the fallout from motherhood, um, not just, you know, we pick up money stories in childhood, etc., but also in motherhood. Yes, it's a beautiful gift. Yes, it's a beautiful time. And it can take its toll on our mindset and what we believe is possible for us. And you probably heard me tell the story on the show before about how I caught myself and how I, you could see this just playing out in the example, I don't know if you remember, of the sun cream. I'll tell you quickly again. So it was a couple of years ago now. I was buying sun cream for my daughter and I was looking for the one that was, you know, paraben free and organic this and non-toxic that. And it was, you know, one of the pricier bottles on the shelf, found it, slung it in the basket, didn't think anything of it, nothing but the best for my baby's skin. (laughs) Um, And then I thought, oh, actually, I'm running out of sun cream. And there was the same brand, but like an adult version, a different um, SPF. And I picked it up and I was like hovering over, putting it in the basket. And what went through my mind was, well, how hot does the British summer get anyway? Maybe I still got a little bit left in last year's bottle. And basically, I was trying to see if this purchase was justified. And in that moment, okay, it's only sun cream. It's not the end of the world one way or the other. But it was just such a perfect illustration. And I caught myself in it. I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) And I was already wise to this. You know, I'd already done my mindset work, my healing. But it still shows up because it's so ingrained in us through societal and cultural expectations and um, messaging for us as women and particularly as mothers that we are just so used to downgrading ourselves and sort of undermining our worthiness and putting ourselves at the bottom of the pile and the back of the queue and I was doing it in that very moment I'd I'd decided in that very moment that my daughter's well-being and skincare um, were of the utmost priority and mine was maybe less of a priority why why would my well-being be less of a priority than hers? That makes no sense, right? And so that's why, not just because of the sun cream, but that's just an illustration of how this shows up, that we get this idea, this notion, and we've talked about where it comes from, we become conditioned to believe that as mothers, it is wrong to see ourselves as equally important, as an equal priority as the people that we love. I'm not saying we have to always put ourselves over them. I'm not saying that we suddenly start neglecting the people around us. Like I said, it's not either or. It's and they're important and we're important. Their dreams matter and our dreams matter. Their health matters and our health matters. Their well-being matters and our well-being matters. I could keep going on, but you see my point, right? So I believe that's where it came from. But one of the reasons why I'm talking about it specifically now is because not only do we have all of that imprinting um, on our mindsets about this belief that it is wrong to desire for ourselves, wrong to take care of ourselves, wrong to, you know, want for ourselves and that it means that it takes away from others. But also, I think that this got amplified during the pandemic. And I think this is one of the kind of pandemic hangovers 
is that there was just this weird pervasive idea that suddenly during the pandemic it was wrong to want material things specifically. Um, and I'm not a big materialist. I have, I'll be honest, I have kind of like cravings for real minimalism. I don't live minimally because I find that really hard with a family. Um, but I have like desires for minimalism. I often find myself watching like YouTube videos of people who like live in one of those tiny homes that you can't actually have lots of stuff. And I kind of like <laughs> feel like, oh, that would be great. So freeing to like have like no stuff. I'm not a big fan of stuff and for the sake of it. So, um, and that's just me. That's just my personal preference, right? But we have made the idea of having any or desiring anything material wrong. I feel there's been this kind of weird shift Give me that happened during the pandemic. I think it's because a lot of stuff, you know, we couldn't actually use in the same way that we did when we were not, when we were kind of freer to move around, etc. As you can see how it would happen. And also, you know, there are people who have struggled financially during the pandemic. And so I think there was just this kind of feeling of it somehow unseemly to want anything that might be in any way sort of luxurious or frivolous or whatever for ourselves. This kind of was a, a weird subliminal kind of messaging that came out of the pandemic. Maybe you picked up on it, maybe you didn't. But I and I think that that's kind of just amplified things. And I think that is one of the reasons why I've been speaking to too many women, in my opinion, that have found it really, really hard to name what they would do with more money as it pertains to them. Not just what they would do for their family and how they would grow the impact that their business could make and what they would do for people around them. That's amazing. That's all well and good. I'm not saying there's anything against that because we don't have to choose, right? That's the point. But if you do not know what you personally would do with significantly more money, you won't make it. It's just a fact. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm not sorry. I'm happy to tell you. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> because I don't want you to stay stuck. I don't want you to feel stuck at a plateau and not understand why. I don't want you to feel like the next level financially is out of reach and not understand why. If you don't have a compelling why, that's why. <laughs> that was a bit confusing. You know what I mean. If you don't know what that money would mean to you personally, it will be less compelling and you will be less able and likely to do the stretch things to get out of your comfort zone to make it happen. That's just how it is. We all like this idea of, you know, because we've been so conditioned to like it, this idea of being selfless and just building our businesses for the people that we're going to help and impact. And we do genuinely want to help and impact those people. But we also have to have some benefit to us. We also have to have something that comes from all of that, that impacts us and improves things for us in some way. Otherwise, it's just not compelling enough. I'm sorry, but it's not. <laughs> That's why we need to be more selfish bitches. It actually helps the people around us. So that's why I think we've kind of ended up here at this place where I think so many people, maybe even you listening, um, maybe if I said to you, like, if I could help you 5x, 10x the money that you're making in your business right now, if I could help you make 10k, 50k a month, whatever that like next really stretch next level looks like to you. Do you know very specifically what it means to you personally? I know that you'll probably know all the other things that it might do. But what about you? What will that look like to you? Now, this isn't about 
suddenly, you know, feeling like you have to want a private jet or a yacht or a Rolex watch because that's what you've seen hyper-masculinized um, visions of success portraying as the only vision of success. Hey, there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of those things. If you desire any of those things, you do you, boo. Um, but my point is it's not about reaching for some prescribed vision of success or materialism and thinking that's what um, you need to say. It's about tuning inwards and asking yourself, what do you want just for you? No justification, no need for it to make sense, just for you, just for shits and giggles, just because it puts a smile on your face, just because it feels good when you touch it, whatever the thing is. I'm thinking of cashmere. It sounded really wrong. Just because you love the adventure of it, just because it feels like a silly and fun thing, to, like literally just for you, just because, just because something in you is ignited at the idea of it. Do you know what those things are, my love? If you don't, then it's time to be more selfish, my love. It's time to be more selfish. It's time to tune inwards because in being more selfish, it doesn't actually make you greedy or a bad person or actually take away from anyone else around you. In fact, it adds. We'll get to that in a minute. But it's time to be more selfish. It's time to tune inwards and listen to because guess what? Your soul does have desires. Your heart does have desires. I very much believe we were put here to play out the manifestations of those soul-based desires. Otherwise, why would we have desires? Why would we want stuff? Why would we want experiences and things and opportunities and whatever? Um, I believe they're there for a reason and they guide us to a more richer experience, a more varied experience in life and probably a bigger impact as well, right? But it's time to tune inwards. Otherwise, what will happen is it's very easy to get stuck in the overwhelm loop, that loop of like, trying, then not feeling like you're able to push through, then trying to effort, then going back down the loop and feeling like I just won't bother then, but then like some part of you desires more. And then, you know, you can get into this kind of exhausting overwhelm loop, or you can just feel a bit meh and like you're kind of coasting along, or you can feel a bit frustrated and unsure why you can't seem to break through to the next income level or make that leap in your business, whatever that looks like. If you don't have that kind of pole star of this is what feels good to me next, this is what I'm excited about for me next. If you don't have that, then you will stay stuck and that's why it's time to be more selfish, my love. So we've busted the myth that says that it's either or. We've looked at actually why believing in and, and adopting the belief system of and is of benefit because it's an abundance-based belief system, right? That you get to th have things for yourself and, you know, you get to contribute to, be generous to, provide for people around you. We've busted that myth. We've talked about where this belief that it's somehow wrong to want things for yourself, to take time for yourself, to look after yourself. We've, we've looked at where this came from. But let's just continue making the case for being more selfish. And by more selfish, I mean being very in tune to your desires, having a very clear view of what you want, feeling that fire inside of you that comes from being connected to your dreams, your goals, and knowing that you can pursue them, knowing that it's not wrong to, and feeling very much motivated by your own dreams and desires and things that you want for yourself as well as those around you. Um, that's what we're meaning about being more selfish. The, here's the thing. Here's, here's another reason why. <laughs> it's because it will actually, it will, 
clearly it will help you manifest because if you don't know what you want, then you're not going to manifest it, right? When you know what you want for yourself and it feels very compelling and you're like, oh yes, that would feel amazing. That would feel so good if I was doing that thing or had that thing. Like you get yourself into that energetic sort of, well, maybe not frenzy. That sounds a little bit too kind of (laughs) frenetic or whatever, but it gets you really amped up energetically. And guess what? When you raise your vibration, it's easier to manifest with intention. So you get to use this to your advantage, right? It helps others. Let's just close this one off. This is not a reason to do it because we're so conditioned to believe that something is only justified if it's going to help someone else. It's going to help you. And we'll get to that in a minute, okay, in a bigger way. But let's just close this one out. When you are more of a selfish bitch, and by that I mean in tune with your desires and going after your dreams and permitting yourself to receive whatever that is, time, energy, focus, spending, whatever. When you are being that selfish bitch, it impacts those around you in a positive way. Number one, you will manifest with more ease. You will welcome more money um, into your life, more opportunities. With that money brings you more influence. You can do more good too for those people around you. You can employ people. You can spend um, and use your spending as a way of kind of voting, you know, like voting with your dollars, as they say. You can, you know, spend with businesses who have the environmental kind of ethos that you like or who treat their people really well or only spend with B Corps or whatever that looks like to you, you know, with money does come some power that you can use for good. Um, and But you will not receive that if you are not in tune with what it's going to mean to you. So, Being more selfish means you get to manifest with more ease, um, which means actually you can benefit those people around you. But also, let's think about this. We have all grown up with too many examples of women being martyrs, of women being martyrs, giving over their lives, having no life of their own truly, because it's lived entirely through those around them and the service of those that they love. And therefore, we've been conditioned to believe that that is the path for us. Let's stop that, shall we? I do not want my daughter to believe that that is some kind of righteous path for her to live. I don't want her to think that she has to choose between being helpful, kind, generous of service to those around her and looking after herself. I want her to feel empowered to do both. That starts with me. That starts with the example I provide. That's why I like being a selfish bitch. (laughs) That's why I like to tell her I'm taking a bath now. I can't be disturbed because that's my me time. It's really important that I look after myself. I do that and I look after her. It's possible to do both. That's just one example, right? Baths aren't the be all and end all, but it's just one example. Um, But this is how it helps other people around us. We get to be the example of what it looks like to be okay with having dreams and desires for ourselves, what it looks like to take care of ourselves as if we matter because we do. Then we are signaling to those younger people who are looking up to us what that looks like. We want them to feel like they are worthy. We want them to feel like they are enough. We need to display that to them. And the way that we do that is by allowing ourselves our desires, allowing ourselves to receive, allowing ourselves to be selfish bitches, allowing ourselves to be just as important in our minds as they are, allowing ourselves to be a priority, allowing ourselves to not fall to the back of the queue and the bottom of the pile all of the time. They're watching us and that's how us being selfish bitches actually impacts them too. So it elevates your energy. It helps you to manifest, which all of these things 
definitely have a ripple effect to those around you, not just your kids, but when you are living your best life, when you are in your best energy, and guess what? That comes from having both the impact, yes, that you want to have on people around you and the impact on yourself and your well-being and your joy. When you are feeling full of joy and happiness, which comes from giving and receiving, there's that word again, <laughs> then you're living in your best energy and that energy actually can move mountains. Your best energy, you living more of your life in joy, you living more of your life in a state of happiness and well-being because you've allowed yourself to receive it and you've prioritized it, means that you are your best self as you walk out. Now that is like working on an energetic scale. It's literally putting better, higher vibe more loving, more abundant energy into the world all day, every day. And even on a micro level, you walk into a petrol station, you're in a good mood, you smile at the person, (laughs) it elevates everything, right? So right from the macro down to the micro, it's having an amazing impact on those around you. But enough about that, because I think you get the point. You being a more selfish bitch is of benefit and service to people around you. Let's just all accept it, finally, shall we? But here's the other thing, my love. This is your life. This is your life, not those around you. I know you love them. It doesn't have to be a choice. (laughs) I know you want to make an impact. It doesn't have to be a choice, but this is your life. Live it. Live it for yourself and for others, not just for others. Do things for you. Life is for the living. You are here for such a, we're all here for such a short period of time and we have just but one single life here that we know of, that we're in conscious experience of right now. Make it the richest, most fullest, most joy-filled, abundant time. Yes, why not? Why would we choose otherwise? We've been subconsciously choosing otherwise by believing that it is wrong to desire, by not allowing ourselves to receive because we don't feel worthy. Let's make that stop now, shall we? Let's say yes, yes to more. Let's say yes to the word and. We get to do things for other people around us and we get to do things for ourselves. We get to desire things for people around us and we get to know that our desires are important too. We get to just want shit just because it's fun. Buy the handbag, buy the expensive candle, book the spa day, get the fancy face cream, whatever that looks like to you. Stop telling yourself that it's greedy or wrong or justifying your way out of it. If you desire it, if it's going to make you smile, if it's going to bring you some joy, just do it, my love. Just do it and do it gladly and do it with an open heart. And actually the joy of that then permeates outwards from you. This is your life. We just get this one chance, right? Let's all make a pact right here, right now. In the words of of Bryn, if anybody watches Gavin Stacey, those of you who don't have no idea what I'm talking about, it's fine. Let's keep going right here, right now. Let's just make a pact to be more selfish bitches. I was totally on my soapbox there. Got on a roll. (laughs) I'm going to love you and leave you. And I hope that this message sits with you. I hope you ponder on it. I hope that you start to notice where you've been believing that it is something that needs to be chosen A or B. No, we get to have both, my love. We get to have both. Tune into your desires. Allow your desires. Don't justify them. Don't filter them. Don't censor them. Start listening to them. 
start being a more selfish bitch, my love. <laughs> if you want to be around a group of other selfish bitches, <laughs> um, then you want to be on the waitlist for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Get on it. And never forget, selfish or otherwise, but I'm hoping you're choosing the former, <laughs> you are always and always will be limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week, and so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we're known to surprise and delight our reviewers, so if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.